Ladies and gentlemen, the boys are back in town. Like the great Eminem once said, guess who's back, back again. We have all three of us here. Let's go. Jacobs, the shorts, Zanelli. It's the North-South Podcast. Football's over, but the boys are back, and that's what matters. And my half-semester class is over in nine days, but who's counting? Holy shit! Holy shit is right, the shorts. Welcome back. Um, You have some energy, so I'll just start with you. How we doing? Great per usual. Got the three day weekend. Mommy's back, so some laundries are finally about to get done. You, um, wait, hold, hold on a second. How old are you? I'm 15, and I don't know how to do laundry. My mom still does my laundry. Yes. Um, that was okay, the one. That, you, no, you admitted it. I'll give you that. Okay. That was my one t- takeaway from this week. I really need to figure out how to um to to do my laundry. I actually don't know how to. I know how to fold clothes. Do a horrible job at it though. That's fair. I don't. I'm. I'm looking at a stack of my shirts that have not been hung. Like you, like I can do like a plain like crew neck. You give me a long sleeve shirt. I don't know what else I'm doing with the extra sleeve. Oh, you just bullshit it. Yeah. So you know, you throw it somewhere. But other than that, you know, I'm excited to be back. Mr. Zanelli, how we doing, big man? I mean, I know it's me and you. As of late, the shorts has been bowling its balls off, but <laughs> that actually works. He's bowling ball. Sorry. Um, that was bad. Zanelli, how are you? Just please let me little, stop talking. Little do we know, Declan is actually in the PBA tournament. <laughs> I'd be so. Um, is that why Pete Weber wasn't invited to the U.S. Open? Because the shorts took a spot? Facts. Or because he's old as shit and can't throw a ball anymore. <laughs> did you Did you watch him in the PMT bowling challenge? Yeah, First he's throw, man. strike. He's electric. That's what happens when... He's got, a, he's got a real high release. Really high release. Lo- love him or hate him. He's must-watch TV. Exactly. Um, nah, that's, he, all that, he, that's all that matters. Nah, he, he brings the energy, and he, he's a trash talker. I love that. Who do um, you think you are? I am. One of those iconic quotes of all time. Unreal. Uh, iconic sports quotes. Sorry. No, I like that. Could when that be a future top 10? Top 10 what? sports quotes of all time? Uh, that would be a really good list. We need to have that. That would be a funny like one. But top 10 terms, like, funny sports moments, that would be one of them. Yeah. Maybe in terms of my, door punching Jose Bautista in the face. <laughs> in terms of myself, I'm doing great. Had a great weekend. Um, yeah. We're getting back after it this week, boys. And I'm happy all of us are here tonight. Absolutely. It's like the second time in the last like two months, so I'm happy for it. Jacobs, when are we dropping that 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 verse? I was thinking at some point, probably when I visit home. I gotta wait on Walt for the beat. 
unless, unless if you guys want to find me a beat that's not like incredibly difficult to I'll beatbox it for you if you'd like. I'd, I'd really rather not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'll just hire DJ Paulie D on the spot. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, Walt said he wanted to be there for, for the live episode. So if we're able to work that out, I'll just be like, the only stipulation I need you to bring some kind of a beat. I think that's fair. Of course. Also, also total random fact before we get into the sports talk, I was watching uh, the History Channel with my dad one night. We were watching the, uh, the food, like, uh, the food that started America. I don't know if you guys ever watched that show. No, I, I actually. Um, uh, it was, the, but the episode I was watching was about a uh, Benny Hanna's hibachi. Sure. Yeah. Um, the creator of Benny Hanna's, his son, Steve Aoki. Fun yes, fact. yes, I've seen didn't that. know that. I had no idea. So that's that's your random fun fact of the night. I like it. All right, let's 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 roll. Let's let's get on with it. Uh, Zanelli, I'll let you start with it because um, I'm not going to fraud. I looked over some of the stats, but um, not that I didn't care, but it's it's almost kind of like uh, – Are we I talking about the care. All-Star game? Yeah. It, I didn't care. No shit. You don't even like basketball anymore apparently, so. Damn right. But, yeah, Zanelli, I'll, I'll, let you, I'll let you take this one away. So the captains this year, I think it's like the second year in a row. It was uh, Giannis and LeBron, I believe. Yeah. Um, some some moments just from the drafting, by the way, our boy Joel Embiid was picked first as, as he in, in been. the draft by uh, LeBron. Um, he had a great game though. Um, yeah, he went off. the 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 meme The meme part of that draft is that Jokic was about to get picked last, and he claims that he just didn't know that there was somebody left. And he yeah, just like yeah. got up and like drafted himself. Literally. Poor like, marketing, dude. Yeah, I, I know, so right? <laughs> like that's awful. Um, the MVP of the game was uh Jason Tatum. Dude went bonkers. I know there's no defense involved whatsoever, but No, still. but you still gotta make your shots. I mean he oh, he was automatic. Yeah, fifty five points. I saw it was crazy. He had what um, like twenty seven in the third or something like that? I I don't know, like Right off the bat, like I know he scored. It was it was the highest ever uh, All Star game uh, points in, in a game for a player. Yeah. Um. And so he he obviously won MVP. It wasn't even a debate. Um. Joel had a great game though. Uh. He didn't even play that long either. Actually, he played the most minutes for Team LeBron, which is crazy to think about. And then it's funny because um, the two captains, Giannis. I mean, I know he's got his wrist. He literally like barely dunked the ball. And then left. And LeBron played the first half, didn't even play the second half. Yeah, like honestly, there was like maybe five people that just snapped. I mean Kyrie Donovan, and Donovan Mitchell, by the way. I mean, Donovan Mitchell puts up twenty five shots a game in a regular season game. So I know, that, but it's cool to see. It is cool to see. <laughs> Jason Tam, twenty two of thirty one, ten of eighteen from three. And he almost had a triple double. Yeah, ten rebounds, six assists. Yeah, I'm looking at the stats now. It's insane. Uh, Embiid, 14 of 19, 4 of 8 from 3, and 32 points. Yeah. Um, But we have to give a shout-out. Our boy, two-way contract superstar, Mac McClung, won the dunk contest. He actually brought life to the dunk contest. You called him a superstar. I can't. Two-way contract superstar. Uh, All right. You heard that right. Okay. Um, No, he actually – no, dead ass. Like, obviously, the last couple years – Dunk contest has been absolute dog shit. 
you know, guys always failing their dunks, missing everything. And like last year, the guy only won because he made his dunk at the end. Everybody else missed. So Mac McClung, he did insane dunks. He didn't even have to attempt a second try. All four of his attempts, yeah. he made it on the first try. I think he got, I think he had back-to-back almost perfect scores. And then Lisa Leslie cocked them with a 49 instead of a 50. I think he um, had all 50s except that one, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. The last one was nuts, though. When he put the uh, when he put his high school jersey on, the seven twenty years. Yeah, no, he well deserved. By the way, fun fact: first Sixer ever to win the dunk contest should have been Iguodala over Nate Robinson, but that's another story. Oh yeah, I- Iggy, dude, back in the day when he was a when he was a slasher. That was in the blue jersey. You yes. remember that? The rare, the rare Sixers alternate light blue jersey. Those are my favorite, like the Royal Blues, man. I used to have one. It was a Jacobs jersey. Yeah. Oh, and did you see the um, how Julius Randle was in the three point contest? Did you see? Did they? Did you see that on uh, Sports Center or ESPN about his son? Watching. No, I heard about it. Oh, but didn't he give him like <laughs> he, the stick he, guy? Like, he was doing he so him? bad that his son started crying in front of him. Oh while no! While he was shooting, he was like oh. he was like grimacing. Like it was just he was like so upset. Oh, can I give a shout out to uh, De'Aaron Fox as well? Why? A solid O of one with two assists, no points in nine minutes in the All Star game. It's a Sacramento thing. (laughs) Actually, it is. No, Declan's on to something because it is a Sacramento thing. Kevin Herter put up the second worst three point contest score of all time. Declan, I want to, because I know Steve knows this. Who has the worst score of all time in the three point contest? Draymond Green. No, like Michael Jordan. Art. Michael Jordan, five points in 1990. With the money ball. Yeah. Kevin Herter put up eight, and he's actually a sharpshooter. That's not real. That's bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't even know who won the three-point contest. I don't even know. Um, was it Dame? Dame. Dame yes. Dalla. Yes, it was Dame. Fun fact, also hit the last shot, too, in the game. Yeah, and it helped someone win, like, 32 grand, I saw. That's insane. Put a thousand, he put twelve hundred dollars on the All Star game points that's, over. That's just that's come like, on. That is absurd. I would never. Dame Dollar. Well, I can't anymore. But I would <laughs> that's never begin with. That's another right, story for another day. Oh man. All right, that's uh, my recap on uh NBA All Star Weekend because that there's really not much to talk about. I just want to talk about who won. You yeah. know. Well, there was a skills competition, right? Or did they get rid of that? Yeah, the uh, the Utah the, Jazz won. The Jazz won at home. And they said it wasn't even like they were good. They just kind of were better than everybody else. And Drew Actually, Holiday filled in for Giannis. Uh, yeah. I always like the skills competition. Oh, I love they, they did the They do the guard with the big man. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. They'll do like the best big man in the skills competition versus the best guard. That's always yeah. funny, funny to watch. Yeah. Carl Anthony Towns was in that, I think, once or twice. It was awesome. Yeah. I remember Nikola Vucevic was in it, too. Abid was in it, too. Couldn't make a pass through a damn circle. <laughs> Well, he's not a passer, so <laughs> he he gets paid to dunk the ball, Declan. I'll, I'll take it. Mm. Say suck it into the crowd. Yeah, could go hold DX. By the way, Generation X. Sixers first game out of the All Star break, hosting the Grizzlies, going to be interesting. Ooh, Is, are the Grizzlies the most hated team in the league? All of a sudden, uh, they're my least favorite team in the league, other than Boston. Why does everybody hate them right now? Dylan Brooks. And John, oh, Morant. Yeah. John Morant kind of just like talks he, like a dickhead. Dylan Brooks is dead ass like throwing haymakers out there. 
part of me kind of loves it, but I can't stand him. So it's like I think Grayson Allen's on the Grizzlies too. No, he's uh he's a Milwaukee. Oh, oh, that's right. He uh, was on the Grizzlies. He was though. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, got, we got some good games actually. If I'm, I'm looking at the schedule right now on Thursday, Nuggets and Cavs as well. Um, Spurs and Mavericks. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> this is a 14 and 45 San Antonio Spurs. Never thought I'd be saying that. But yeah, I mean, Lakers, 14 and 45. Yeah, they're they're really bad. Holy. Yeah, but even even Popovich said, "Yeah, we're tanking." <laughs> yeah, earlier this year, he goes, "Whatever you do, do not bet us to win the NBA championship because I promise we won't win." <laughs> like, oh, I okay, love Pop. Greg. I do love Pop. You know what? And and the cool thing is, for as bad as they are, I have heard one or two people would be like, "Yo, Pop doesn't have it anymore. You gotta get rid of him." That roster stinks. First of all, um, like Kelvin Johnson's missed some time too. Like their best or Devin Vassell. I'm sorry. But um, Calvin Johnson's a baller, though. Yeah, he's really good. They have they have a lot, they have some young talent in in San Antonio. I I really do think he truly does like coaching those young kids, like actually being able to coach. You know what I mean? Like for as great as the Spurs were, you know, with Duncan and Robinson, and then you know with Parker, Ginobili, Duncan, you know Kawhi, they were great with Lamarcus Aldridge. You know, I just I think he really does like relish the fact that he's getting to like be an actual NBA coach again for, for these young kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I see it, that. it's cool to see. It really is. And I, res- I respect the hell out of pop for that. So yeah. Um, some NBA news. We have Russell Westbrook officially getting bought out by the Utah jazz and going where we thought may happen, uh, going to the, uh, the LA Clippers uh, after they get rid of Reggie Jackson. Was it right? And John Wall, both of them, I think, right? Yeah, and John Wall went back to the uh, the Rockets, and then they caught him again. <laughs> yeah. I, so, yeah, uh, Russell Westbrook, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, um, Three Howell. Howell. the uh, the better Leonard, uh, Myers Leonard, is back Oof. in the NBA after like two years. After that, uh, don't let him get on the video game. <laughs> oh God. A racial slur, yeah. I but, mean, uh, I was gonna say Bradley Cooper. Riley Cooper did it, and he came back. Michael Vick dogfight and came back. Like everybody deserves a second well, chance. Michael Vick went to, went to prison. That's what I'm saying. Like Ray Lewis killed a man. Like you know, like, no, he didn't. Okay, innocent. You're, oh, you're right. That's like OJ. Yep, OJ's innocent too. Uh, don't fit, you must acquit. Just shut up, Johnny. Johnny Cochran every year. <laughs> By the way, that's one of my all-time favorite. Like, it was only one season, obviously, but like, FX did like uh, the people versus OJ. That was really Phenom- good. Phenomenal, dude. So good. But yeah, um, I'm gonna look up NBA news. Where does um? I'm curious to see. Oh yeah, they're Victor Wembanyama. They're really talking about it now. It's kind of getting hard. Dude, he's the consensus number one pick. Yeah, like they're saying he's Not the best prospect cool. since LeBron. But uh, oh, Kevin Love to the Heat as well, kind of hurt a little bit. Oh, they already said they're retiring his number zero. In in Cleveland. Yep, already Good. announced. Yeah, I saw that. That's awesome. I respect the hell out of that. Always liked Kevin Love. Yeah, Always. I love him. I love Love. Dude, absolute beast for the Timberwolves. Yeah, that was. It was something else, man. 
Stephen A. Smith, I didn't watch the video. Apparently, he said LeBron James has ruined the slam dunk contest. So that's fun. I mean, I just wish – no offense to, like, the guys that do participate in the dunk contest. I know you're going to say, and I agree. They're, They're bombs. They're scrubs. They're bombs. Mac McClung is in the G League. I agree. They're bombs. All I will say, though, Mac, Mac McClung go. is – Crazy athletic, and he can dunk like that's six two, six foot two. When he gets two. up, and he was even getting recognition when he was in high school. Like you remember yeah. all those all those nationwide videos of him coming out. Yeah, with his crazy dunks. It's like I get it, but like we want to see real NBA players in the slam dunk contest. You you had Mike Mike Jordan, Dominique Wilkins. Um, Andre Iguodala, Vince Carter, all these guys in, in the dunk contest. And we go from Mac McClung. Who Jason else? Richardson. Jason. Yeah, Jason Richardson was in there. Who, who was in it this year? I don't even know. I couldn't um, even tell you who the who the participants were. Jericho Sims, I think, from the Knicks was in there. <laughs> like what? Like, exactly. Um, who was it from the Pelicans? Murphy? Trey Murphy, I think it Trey was. Trey Murphy, yeah. I don't remember the fourth person, but... How many minutes do these guys play? Um, that was the most minutes they played in the whole season was the dunk contest. <laughs> Go off, Declan. Let me hear it. Come on. But I will say, the the, the three-point contest, though, stays consistent with superstars. Yeah. I will yeah, give them that. You're like Kevin Herter, man. He's he's the best ginger no, in the league. But, but it was also Jason Tatum, Dame Lillard. I know. I know. Just yeah, being... you know what I mean? Yeah. It, Kevin Herter. <laughs> Maryland's finest, man. Um, Sixers oh, killer. It's literally. They also um, they announced finalists for the Hall of Fame. So obviously, they good list. To, it's an awesome list, man. Um, people like Pau Gasol, Becky Hammond, uh, Dirk, Dirk. <laughs> Dirk, let me get it. Dirk. <laughs> I missed that. Um, Tony Parker, Pop himself, Dwayne Wade, a couple other names as well. But that's a, that's a good that's a good list. Yeah, Becky Hammond. It's cool to see her on there though too. Yeah. Now you know being a WNBA coach, I, I, I'm happy she got her shot. You know what I mean? I don't think it was ever going to happen for her in the NBA. I don't mean to be misogynistic, you know, in any kind of way or anything like that. I just don't think she was ever going to get a shot in the NBA. So for her to go ahead and coach. In the WNBA, it's it's neat to see. She was a great player as well back in the day. So, yeah, I mean, it's 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 funny to see now, though. You know, you have these players, you know, Dirk, D Wade, Tony Parker, Powell. You know what I mean? That I, you know, I know Declan saw them play for a little while, but like Steve and I grew up with these players. Most of them, yeah. I mean, Powell was slightly before my time. Before, yeah, I like, watched I'm... him. I remember him in Memphis before yeah. he went over to, to the Lakers. Like That's the thing. I don't remember him at Memphis. I me- I was old enough where I remember he was with the Lakers and yeah. he was Kobe's go-to guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but Tony Parker, Dirk, Dwayne Wade, like yeah. all phenomenal basketball players. Yeah. So it's 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 cool to see Declan. It's going gonna, it's gonna to hit you hard. It's going to be really weird when all of a sudden, like, you see players like LeBron and Carmelo and, you know, going to the Hall of Fame and Melo ain't in the league? Um, I don't think so. No. Last team he was playing for was the Lakers Lakers. last year, right? Bring him to Philly. Stop. No defense, but I mean I wouldn't hate it on offense. I I wouldn't hate it as a role player. 
That's like, what I'm saying. Stri- strictly Somebody needs like a pickup for PJ Tucker shit. I said, well, I said on the last pod, Jada McDaniels was a solid pickup. Yeah, I like. I right. like that. Correct. <laughs> Do I so. think Matisse still should have gotten more minutes? Yes. Of course. Yeah. Offensive liability. Yes. Except when he's in Portland, apparently. Yes, this is true. Would he have been different if he got minutes? Maybe. But you know, we'll see. Um, and that's. I, I thought it was funny because. People are like, you know, let's let's give Mac McClung some playing time. It's like, all right, like Doc's not going to give him the minutes. Doc's not going to let him in the game. Yeah. Would I like to see him play? Sure. I mean, it's fun. Um. I get understand. Doc, Doc just don't be giving minutes to people. Like Furcon, I think as much as we hate on Furcon, at times uh, Furcon should be on the court. Yeah, but he's he's just too streaky. So I mean, no, I see I, both sides I agree. of that. I agree, but I don't know. I just I got um, the Sixers are very frustrating. Yeah, consistently. Well, speaking of the Sixers, let's just talk about it. Uh, NBA getting you know into the second half of the season. Well, obviously they've played more than half the games now. You know, kind of the last. 35% of the season to play 25 games or so. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, we're getting close to it. We have a couple teams battling in the East. Pretty much everybody's in the, in it in the East and even in the bubble, except for – or not the bubble, but you, the playing game. Uh, except for Charlotte and Detroit. They just stink really bad. And then same thing in the West. It's kind of everybody's around. And then you have San Antonio and Houston. So, it's going to be exciting. I mean, even Cleveland in fourth place, they would currently be, I believe, let me see, they'd be the two seed in the West right We're now. We're at third. Yeah, they're, they're two games up on Cleveland. Three games back of Boston. Cleveland's only five back of Boston. So, for, for as great as Boston has been, and even Milwaukee as well, being only a half game back, it's anybody's anybody's conference to take. Whereas Denver's up by five on Memphis, eight on Sacramento. Sacramento's still the three seed. That's pretty crazy. I love it. The, the, West, cool is, the West is pretty tight other than the two tanking teams in Houston and San Antonio. Yeah, it's even any, the East, the same way. Yeah. It's really – it's like there's four bad teams in the NBA and everybody else is still in technically playoff contention. Absolutely. Even Orlando. And they're trying. Like, Orlando's actually trying. Paolo's having a heck of a season. Oh, he's so good. Yes. He, ooh. That's a great move, taking him at one. He's going to be a star. Yeah. That was a great move. So, I mean, shit, the the Lakers are currently three games back at the seven seed. And, I mean, Phoenix is, you would think, going to climb. They're only five games out of the four seed, and they are 13th in the West. Yeah. They're five games out. I'm sorry. They're, They're five back of the Clippers, who are currently the four seed. Six back of the three seed. Like, what? Now, now, gentlemen, let's just get this out of the way real quick. Yes. Who are actual contenders this year? Let's just go down the list. I'm going to start. We'll start in the West from the bottom to the top. I'm okay. not going to say Houston, San Antonio. The Lakers, I don't think they're contenders, right? Yes, they're contenders. You said they no are? Way. Yep. As long as LeBron James is on, is on a basketball team. We saw it uh, 2018 with Cleveland. It was LeBron and everybody else. I understand how, how much the NBA changed. Um, it's, 
the Lakers have picked it up um, ever since the beginning of the season. And, you, you know, you got LeBron, Anthony Davis, Rui Hachimura. Um, I think I'm forgetting somebody else. But D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell, yes. They're, I, I think the chemistry is going to be good, and I think they, they only get better. I think these last 25 games are going to be a lot. I they can get better. They're not gonna. They're not contender. They might make the playoffs. They're not gonna contend. I, don't I, think I, I agree that that trade with D'Angelo Russell definitely helped their team significantly. Of course. I just think there's too many good teams in the West to even consider Los Angeles. Like I didn't even know Golden State was 29, 29 at, yeah. at the nine. Like I didn't even know that. Yeah, they're so, cannibalizing each other in the West right now. Yeah. Well, I think L.A., Portland, Utah, they're not contenders. They're- I agree. I mean, you you saw Utah. I mean, the only reason they're even 29-31 to 31 right now is because of how great they started the season. Mm-hmm. They're just not talented. They just don't have enough talent. No. I'll give Will Hardy credit, though. I mean, to get – Utah is going to be very good very soon. Yes, a lot of young talent. Um, Oklahoma City, obviously, they're not a contender, in my opinion. They got a lot of nice young pieces, though, and this is still without Chet Holmgren, who's missing the entire season. Let me give a shout-out to Isaiah Joe, too, by the way. he he. I've seen him a couple times when they've played. Bach, give people minutes. Isaiah Joe has looked good when he's played. Yeah. Especially in that game LeBron broke the record. Isaiah Joe had, like, 14 points, I think. Like, he was looking good. Shoot, He's got a nice stroke. Yeah. Um, Golden State, I think, yes. You, you just – it's – I guess almost in a sense of what Declan said, it's Steph, it's Clay, it's Draymond, it's Steve Kerr, and they're the defending champions. I agree. Yeah, Declan. Yeah, of course. I mean, they're seven and twenty-two on the road. For all the, if, if I say Lakers are contenders, I gotta say Golden State's contenders. Yeah, they literally, they're flip-flopped home and road. They're twenty-two and seven at home, seven and twenty-two on the road. That's a really bad road record. That's funny though. <laughs> um, Minnesota. No, I agree. No, I I don't like their lineup. I don't. I I agree. I I think that trade for Rudy Gobert was stupid. Yep. Uh, New Orleans. They're, um, they're, they're my dark horse. I think it West. hinges it hinges on Zion, and without Zion, they are not contenders. Yeah, so. they can they can make a very deep run. I don't see them winning it all up next year. With with Zion, they're my dark horse, and yes. like they're gonna they might knock off a big team. I agree. Uh, Dallas. Tricky. No. This is nope. tricky. No. I'm with Declan. No. I say yes. The NBA works on depth. I I understand. I just think with two players as locked in and willing to do what they have to do as Kyrie. Ky- Kyrie's locked in. I mean, he's trying to get that contract. He's trying to get that bag. He's locked in right now. I love Christian Wood as a third option. I think Jason Kidd is a very good coach. They don't have the depth they did, but I do like what they have. I think they are a very low-key contender. The Phoenix Suns. Contender. Of course. Contender. A thousand percent. The Los Angeles Clippers. I mean, well, Chris Paul's on the team, so they're going to fold somewhere. Exactly. I'm I'm going to say no for the Clippers. I think it's I think they're I think they might be the trickiest team in the West. If listen, if Kawhi picks it up and starts playing at a top 10 NBA level, yes, absolutely. 
Um, like, Paul George was awful in the All Star game. I saw stats. We'll so see bad. how Russell Wilson does. I th- I don't like Russell, Russell Wilson, Wilson. Yeah, or Russell Westbrook. Sorry, <laughs> I, I I don't like Russell Westbrook starting. Yeah. To be completely honest with you, I think he's solid as a as a six man. I think he's a good six yes, man. Yes, yes, and, and that's that's when he does best in LA. Yeah. But we, genuinely, genuinely, I do. I I hope Westbrook does do great things in Los Angeles. The amount of hate he gets, I agree. Is, is yeah. awful. Uh, I think they are contenders. I think Kawhi and Paul George. I think Ty Lu. I I like what they got going on, and I, I like the Plumlee trade as well. I like I maybe that sounds silly, but you have Zubac and Plumlee, big men. I like that a lot to protect the paint. Big big Zubac guy. Yeah. Um, as long as Kawhi stays healthy and doesn't do his bitch ass uh load management um as long as paul george doesn't fold in the playoffs like he does every year contender i thought last year was the year they had it and then he tore or two years ago and when he and then he tore his acl yeah Ugh, he was snapping too yeah they they were my favorite two years ago um the sacramento kings are they finally no. out of the drought <laughs> i don't i mean they're not contenders but They'll make the playoffs. They're not contenders. No they're way. They're the playoffs, and it's awesome to see. Shout oh, out Mike De'Aaron. Brown, man. De'Aaron Fox is finally getting his respect. Do you think this is actually because the team's good, or do you actually think the Mike Brown effect? I think both. Okay. Yeah, I'm a big Mike Brown guy. I really um, am. I like what they have going on with the roster. Um, it's just very – it's very balanced. You know what I mean? I think I think their arena is going to be bumping in the playoffs. Absolutely. I mean, De'Aaron Fox, like, like Declan said – he scored 25 a game, 24.8. Sabonis, 19 in a game. Herder's got 15. Harrison Barnes, 15. Malik Monk with 13 a game, by the way, off the bench. Although I will say this, if, if Sacramento finds a way to get some depth, I, I think they do contend because I think De'Aaron Fox I agree. would be your number one guy. I think DeMontis Sabonis can be your number one guy. And I think Ke- Keegan Murray's only going to get better. And Keegan Murray was the other name I was going to say. Yeah, Back. Keegan Murray is v- – I'm not gonna say he's gonna be a star. He's gonna be an. I think. I think he's an all star. All star. I think he, he reminds me a lot of Tobias Harris, an all star caliber player. He's very yeah. I, I, I think he'll be better than Tobias Harris. I think him and Tobias Harris are just about the same in skill level right, uh, and and performance and skill right now. I disagree. Look at, I think Tobias is more talented. Looking back at it, it looks like um, as of right now, the, sec, the Kings won that uh, Pacers trade by. But you know what? The Pacers got some nice young talent too, though, man. They did, but I'm saying as of right now, the Kings are winning that trade. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, And then you have the top two teams. You have Memphis, I think. For as much as I don't like them, they are a title contender. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. And I, I think Denver is the runaway favorite right now. Waiting for them to fold in the, in the I would love. To, I would love it. I would love it, but that nothing team is would, so nothing, good. Nothing would make me be happier than to the Nuggets to fold in the second round. And the Sixers to finally make an Easter Conference final. Who's leading the MVP race right now? Jokic is going to win his third MVP in a row. It's sickening that he's going to win it again. Does he Plus, deserve it? Stat wise, yeah. I, I I just don't think he's nearly as dominant offensively and defensively as Joel. But here's the thing: I thought they didn't like giving giving out back to back MVPs or back to back to back MVPs. They the problem is. When he's had the years that he's had consecutively, you know what I mean? Like the first year, it was crazy. The second year, he did it without Jamal Murray and then without Michael Porter Jr. 
And then this year, his stats are even better. You know what I mean? Yeah, LeBron should won the to. MVP almost every year. I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just that's, saying that's, that's that. I'm saying that's my point. Yeah, like, that's the narrative though, right now. Yeah, that makes sense. So, all right, let, let's look at the East. Uh, obviously, Charlotte and Detroit are out of it. I, Orlando's not going to be. I, I and I think those three teams: Orlando, Indiana, Chicago. They're all knows. Like it's easy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys agree with that, but yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, so we'll start ten up. Uh, the Raptors? No, I don't think so. No, not I, think that, uh, I, I do mean, like that roster, but they're not contenders. Plus, I think Fred Van Vliet's gone after here after this year. Yes, I agree. Uh, the Washington, no. I like I like like what they got going on. They are not contenders. I feel like no one's talking about them at all. It's because they uh, do the same thing every year. That's yeah, fair. there's nothing spe- special about that team. The Atlanta Hawks. No. No. I don't think they're contenders, but I don't think they're far away. They're one piece away. That's what I'm saying. I, and I love I love the Sadiq Bay trade. We talked about that last week, Steve. Yeah, I think they're going to lose John Collins after this year, too. And I think they're fine with it. Yeah, that, that's fine. I mean, yeah, I wasn't, wasn't I'm, I'm not trades and free agency has been talked about for two, about two years now. I just, you know. It, it, the writing's on the wall, and it's been on the wall for a long time. Yeah. The Miami Heat. No. They're always a contender. Yep. Completely I hate agree. To say it. And with Kevin Love now coming off the bet, yeah, they're they're contenders. Hot, hot take. Uh, Jiggs, I think you might agree with me with this. Maybe Declan, too. Eric Spolster is the best coach in the Eastern Conference. Yes. Well, I'm saying overall, not like currently or whatever. Overall, yes, 100%. Yeah. Um, if we're right. talking overall, you can now you can't make the argument for Doc, but yeah, no, overall's fair. Yeah. Uh we have the New York Knickerbockers. No. They're a good team. They are a good team. Not a contender. They're not a contender though. Nope. I agree. <clears throat> Excuse me. The Brooklyn Nets. No. Tricky. I yeah. think they I think their ceiling is the East Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, I can't see them in the finals. Nope, I agree. The Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, hundred percent. They're they're a contender. They are a contender. Honestly, I think the top. I'm, I'm just going to top right four now. are the only contenders in the East in my eyes. And and the Heat for me. There, there's more contenders in the East than the West. Uh, I think that's about that's even. where I disagree. Yeah, I think it's about even. What five and five? Um, I have five in the East, and I have one, two, three, four. Five, maybe six in the West. Okay. That's about – okay, you're right. That's about right. It's about even, but I, yeah. the West may have one extra, but it's Here, – Here's the thing with the West, though. The West has so many teams. You look at them and you're like, ooh, they can make a deep run. Like, I'm just saying this now. If Golden State gets in the play-in at the eight and they go against Denver the first round, I'm, I'm not even a little bit shocked if they beat Denver. Of course. I guess next, next episode we'll uh... – talk about uh future uh playoffs like what, what we would like to see what, mm-hmm. what's going to turn out mm-hmm. yeah and then you know as it gets closer we'll look at you know the playoff matchups maybe in that moment what we would do obviously when you know when the playoff seating is set we'll do that as well uh yeah. stuff like that but maybe we'll try to get matt back on for that i know that was fun with matt you yeah know, I, I had a good time with that with pearson doing the playoff preview um yeah we'll see but but I'll say this in my eyes to break down the Eastern Conference really quick. I think the four, the top four teams are the contenders. But I only, I think, 
I think the top two are set up for the title run. One of the top three teams is not going to make the Eastern Conference Finals. Yes. And top four, if you include the Cavs as well, obviously. But I think think Boston and Milwaukee are just set up more than the Sixers and Cavs are. 100% 100% for, for I think the Sixers are, are are built for the playoffs. I really do. They are. They for are. As good as they've been in the regular season and they're the best team in the NBA over the last I think what 40 games essentially. This is this is their best uh team set for the playoffs since Jimmy Butler. Agree. I agree completely. It's the X factor here is Tyrese Maxey at the end of the day. Um I because with that being said, you have Tyrese Maxey and it makes you not rely on James Harden having to score. Yeah, no, I disagree. I think Harden's the X factor. But I think I, – I, here's the thing. Tyrese opens up Harden's game. And I think I think Harden does the same thing, and that's what makes those two so good in the backcourt. Yeah. I like – I, I, Declan, I somewhat agree with your take. I, I, I think I just like Maxi as just coming off the bench. He just brings that fire for that second unit that's non-existent if he's not there. But I mean, honestly, I you can you can look at it in three different ways. You could say Embiid's the X factor, James Harden's the X factor, Tyrese Maxey's the X factor, because they're the three best players on the team. But Should I think down, Tobias Harris Tobias Harris is a big X factor. Yeah, when it comes down to it, it's if the Sixers want to win a title, Tobias Harris needs to perform. He needs to go in there and put 18, 19, 20 points up a game, I think. I, I'd he be hasn't been doing with, that though. I'd be, I'd be happy yeah. with fifteen. He he's realized that he's taken like a major backseat on this team now, and that's fine. Yeah, not with that not with that money though. But you know what? That's how Doc wants it. If I'll tell you the right 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 now, if Doc wanted Tobias to be more involved, he'd be more involved. Promise you. That's mm-hmm. just what happened when they brought James Harden in. Yeah, I feel like no one talks about him anymore. No, he's kind of just there. How about a year later for, you know, the Sixers obviously giving up Curry, you know, Seth Curry and giving up Andre Drummond, who I did love. You know, I know we all loved. It's a great – they won that trade and it's not even close. It's not even close a year later. And that's why they say you can't you can't just grade a trade right instantly. You can, but you're not going to – Like Ben Stinks, Andre Drummond don't even play on the team anymore. The picks, what are they going to end up being? We don't know. Seth, is Seth even doing any big things? He's been doing all right. He's having a good Seth, year. Seth, Seth was probably their best asset as of right now. And he's just – but that's just what he does. But you look at the Russell Wilson trade. Immediately it was like, holy shit, Denver, you won the trade because you got Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Right now you can say the Seahawks won the trade. But a year from now, you don't know. Yeah, Sean Payton, the Sean Payton factor. You get Sean Payton. Fun fact. Let, let's just – I guess we, we, we talked enough NBA right now. Maybe we'll talk a little bit of NFL real quick. There's not really a lot to talk about. We'll do a little more, I think, next week. There's big news with an offensive coordinator going to another spot. We'll talk about that second. But I want to start with a little fun nugget. Rex Ryan just interviewed to be the defensive coordinator of the Denver Broncos. Yes. And I think that would be absolutely lethal. Yes. You know, if you're if you're um, who would be in charge of hiring uh, Rex Ryan for this? That be Sean Payton. It's got to be Sean Payton. It's got to be Sean Payton. Do you think Sean Payton opened up the interview as um? So are foot fetishes in or out this time? Listen, Rex, I want to hire you. You got to keep your wife's feet in her shoes. 
Yes. You know what Rex is going to say to Sean? All right. So Sean Payton did something about targeting players, right? Um, I think it was more Greg Williams, and I just think Sean Payton put the bounties on the players. You know, I think I think it is more Sean Payton just kind of turned a blind eye. Yeah. Well, if, if I was Rex, I'd say something about you know how how much targeting are are we going to be doing that season if he said something. So. Yeah, uh, it's it, it's a very under the radar thing right now because nobody talks about Rex Ryan in Baltimore, dude. Those defenses were like so good. I still think Rex Ryan can be a coach. I don't think he's a head coach. I think he's a, I think he's a very good coordinator. I think he's an average head coach, and that's not knocking on him. I mean, he went to two AFC Championship games with the Jets, mm-hmm. but I mean the Bills. You know what I mean? He was average. Yeah. He wasn't good. He wasn't bad. He was average. Sure. So, and then obviously Eric Bieniemy, the big news, going from Kansas City, going to the Washington Commanders. That's huge. I want to see Sam Howell get that job, and they're they're going to call Carson Wentz. It's all it's unguaranteed his contract now. So, do you hey, think a, a big part of the Commanders doing that is? You know, if if they fire Ron Rivera, Eric Bieniemy steps in. No, I I really do think. I think that they, I think if Ron Rivera was going to get fired, it was going to be this year. I really do. I think that they know that you know Taylor Heineke. You know, we, you know he's he's exciting. He brought life in. Carson Wentz didn't pan out. You you want to see what you got in Sam Howell? Sam Howell was a late round pick. Nobody talks about the fact that he was the presumed number one pick the year before. Like, before the the year started, there were a lot of people who had Sam Howell going number one in last year's draft. And then he was missing – the offensive line was horrendous for the, for the Tar Heels. I, I got to watch a lot of those games, you know, being down here. And nobody else talks about Javante Williams and Michael Carter – we're both at, we're, we're his two running backs gone. And I, I know I'm, I'm forgetting a couple wide receivers too that went to the NFL. So, yeah, I, I mean, you get to a certain point. He didn't have a lot to work with in Carolina. I, I'm excited to see what, what, uh, what B enemy can do with him. And I'm sure they're going to bring somebody in, you know, somebody like maybe Baker Mayfield, somebody like, and, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, Andy Dalton, and try to try to work with, you know, to, to, to challenge him. I think they want Sam Howe to win that job. I mean, you wouldn't draft him unless. Yeah, but I mean, they took him late to be fair, but yeah. I know what you're saying. I, I think Taylor Heineke's probably gone because he's, he's going to be back a quarterback somewhere. Carson Wentz is gone. I'm excited to see. Uh, and, you know, you have to understand too. He He's now the assistant head coach and the offensive coordinator. So he's getting a promotional upgrade. He's getting a pay raise. Good for Eric Bieniemy. I mean, head coach. He's interviewed essentially half the you know half the damn league at this point. Seven, 17 times. Yeah, literally, thirty-two teams. He's been he's interviewed seventeen times. So it's just not going to happen at this point. Well, I think if if he has success in Washington, I think there's just a lot of people who are like. Mahomes is because of Andy Reid. I don't think the enemy is getting enough credit. Yeah. Know what uh, 
disgusts me about this whole situation. Mm-hmm. You know who the new offensive coordinator of the Chiefs is? Matt Nagy. Sure as fuck is. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and apparently some people are thinking. That's screwed. Apparently uh, some people are thinking that uh, he might be the heir apparent to Andy Reid. That's just. Oh, no. I just can't win. No, Mahomes can't win if that's the case. No, because, you know, no, he's going to have fucking success. I, I watch. That's how it works. He's he, One good year with the Bears was awful after that, and then he's going to be a Hall of Fame coach of the fucking Chiefs. <laughs> I can't win. Uh, Rodgers well, is going to come back to the Packers. They're going to win a Super Bowl. I, can't win. I just, I just want to, I just want to be happy. Ty, you got the number one pick for now. And if, even if you don't, you're getting a lot back. That's true. A lot. The Bears are going to be good. Do you think they're good next year or the following? Uh, I think they're. Um, ask me that in about two months. I agree. Steve, what do you think? It always on what they do with that pick. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like we talked about this plenty of times before, and I, 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 I assumed that they were going to trade down. Yeah, I agree. Well, who knows? They could go out there, trade Justin Fields, get a first round pick, and go out there and take Bryce Young, Bryce Young with the number one, and and have just four first round picks sitting in your back pocket. They're not going to get that many for Fields. As an NFL fan, I'd say keep Justin Fields. Yes, thank you. I, I agree, but it, it's definitely a fun conversation to have. Like, no, it's not. If no. you're going out there and trading Justin Fields and something for like Lamar Jackson, uh, would they have to? You think they give up the number one and Justin for Lamar? I wouldn't do it personally. I wouldn't do it either. Um, and I don't think I don't know. I, I think if you go out there and you tra- and you package Justin uh, for Lamar without giving up that number one pick, here's my thing: he, he doesn't have any any talent to throw to other than Darnell Mooney. You got to see him with an O line. You got to see him with receivers. And in the second year of his system with Luke Getzey, you know, with maybe a little bit of help from the defense. I, I mean, you got to at least give him a chance with that. I agree. That's how I look at that. So. I don't know. I mean, I'm excited. I'm nervous. It's like a nervous excitement as a Bears fan. You know what I mean? So, all right, guys. Well, could have been worse. Could have lost the Super Bowl. It could have been in the Super Bowl. This is true. Could have been in the fucking playoffs, not 3-14, and 14, but who knows? <laughs> Lose 10 straight games, whatever. No big deal. Yeah, you know. Oh, the Eagles and Bears both lost both both lost their last game of the season, so that's all the matter. Well, we actually right? never ended up talking. I wasn't here for the episode after the Super Bowl. Um, that, that sounds like a you problem. No, I know. <laughs> Get fucking with you. That was mean. Damn, I was about to say. That was <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding, man. Declan, how are you feeling after that? I I wasn't that mad. Um, I would have been heartbroken. I'm not even a fraud. You know, you're, you're not heartbroken. I'm actually. I, I, I'm I'm annoyed. 
more than anything. I just think that team's going to look so different next year. The the way the way the game broke down, um, I just I'm, I'm not going to sit here and blame the refs because that's kind of that's such a shoulda coulda woulda situation. No, you blame the field, Sodgate man. The, the Eagles got away with uh, a lot of things. Um, I think in that game as well. You, it's just in my, in my opinion, you can't let the refs decide that game right there. The better team won, man. The, the I, Chiefs no, were unreal. The, the, the better team won. The Eagles did not to win the did not deserve to win that game. I agree. They had no stops on defense. You you needed to get to the quarterback to win the football game. You did it all year. You you didn't win on purely your offense. Mm-hmm. You weren't going to beat the best offensive team in the league with getting no pressure, forcing no turnovers, and like I said. The only team that will beat the Eagles are the Eagles, and them t- turning the ball over open the door. Mm-hmm. No, that 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 changed the game completely. You you go down there, and even if you punt, you take some time off the clock. It's I I, I think it's a complete different game. But at the end of the day, I mean, is- yeah, that happened early though. It's not like that was late. It was, it was yeah, half of no. the second quarter. No, I agree. Obviously, the holding call hurts. Um, respect to James Bradbury taking it the way that he did. Um, I think I think Juju's a goofball. Uh, as as can I just say that I, I can't stand that man. Uh, but you know, congratulations, Pat Mahomes played played out of his mind. Uh you know, there's really not much else to say. You know, the better team won at the end of the day. It is what it is. It's a great season. Yep. Eagles and Bears both. Uh... Both lost their last game of the season, so I feel better. Just mm. kidding. The Bears were three and four. If you would have told me the Bears were three and four and weren't going to win another game, I would have laughed in your face. <laughs> I mean, well, we know because to be fair, we, I mean, we talked about the Bears. The, the end of the season schedule was going to be just unreal. I mean, we talked about it a few times, but. I remember how high I was that Monday night football game when they beat the Patriots. They smoked the Patriots. They did smoke the Patriots. That was like the last happiness I had. You know, it was the you know it was a rough game. That game against Washington. That was hard to watch. They should have won that game. They got dicked over so many times in that game. I'm not. I, I, that's that's a game where I'd actually think about blaming the refs. The one that stuck in my head is the uh, Justin Fields missed that throw. The Miami one hurts the most for me. With the, the Chase Claypool no call. Yeah. Oh. No, I know you're talking about though against Washington. Wide open. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I know. That, I, was, that I know. was rough. Yeah, but he even said they had him on part of my take. Good interview, by the way, Steve. I don't know if you listened to that one. Which one? The Justin Fields. It was good. It was I, a good I did listen to it. Yeah. Um it really was after that that Washington game that everything kind of clicked and you saw it too. It happened. So yeah, that was 12 to seven. That was an ugly one. Thursday night football. Poor, yeah. Poor out Michael. He had a rough year. He had some really bad football games and then he got stuck with Tony Dungy in the playoffs and a great game. And it was just boring. <laughs> Tony Dungy was terrible. So bad. <laughs> Josh but, Dobbs. Uh, let's talk, uh, New segment alert. Going to do a uh, a fun little. I've been thinking about it. You know, we do. Um, where did he play? We'll we'll do sometimes. You know, we've done the random players. Me and Steve just kind of go off on a tangent. So I have a guess. This player, 
it's going to be uh, going to be a little segment we do. Maybe maybe not every week, but you know, do a couple things here and there. Maybe like even just if we do one a week. But guess this player. I have four. I don't know how many we'll do. We'll see how long it takes. But I have four lined up. So what I'm going to do? I have the player. Obviously, we're all on you know a, a call here for the pod, and I'm going to let them both guess after I give a hint. Maybe something about a player, you know, accolades or, you know, how many years they played in the league or what teams they may have played for. I'm going to give one hit per time. Let both Zanelli and the Shorts guess a player. And if they don't get it, we go for another hint all the way up until eventually it's an obvious kind of guess. So, you boys ready? Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, let me see. I have a coin here. The shorts being the young bull, I will let you call it in the air. Or I'll just let you call it right now. Tails never fails unless it's heads. Give me heads. You're going heads? Yep. All right. I'm flipping it right now. It is indeed heads. The shorts. Do you want to go first or second? Um, I'll go second. Okay. So Zanelli, after I give after I give the uh the clue, I will let you guess first and then let the shorts guess second. Okay. All right. So the first player, he was named to the NBA's 75th anniversary team in 2021. All right. 75 guys. It was a guy we talked about last pod, Jacobs, for okay. our top 10. I'm okay. going to go Kevin Garnett. Okay. The shorts, what's your guess? Um, <sighs> hmm. Hmm. Who's somebody that was like random that might that not random, obviously. Um, let me think. Really good guy, old head. Give me Elvin Hayes. <laughs> <laughs> both good guesses, both incorrect. Damn. Who's closer? I can't tell you. I you'll 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 see. All right. All right. Um this... <laughs> I just thought of a name. That's so funny. This player was a rookie of the year. I can't tell you what year. Not yet, anyway. But he was a rookie of the year. Zanelli, your first guess. Damian Lillard. Okay. And to short, your guess. Steve Ashburner. You're, no, you're both wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. Um, this player was a two-time most valuable player. Oh, shit. Hmm. Oh, my God. A two-time MVP, you said? I, that's what I said. Zanelli's thinking about it. I don't know if he was a – ooh, I'm going to go Magic Johnson. Okay. I feel like he has two MVPs. I know he was probably Rookie of the Year, probably. Okay. Not definite, but I'm thinking. Okay. The shorts, what's your guess? There's only a few guys with two MVPs. Um, LeBron had three. Rookie of the year and two MVPs. Rookie of the year and two MVPs. 
Who'd you say, Steve? I said Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson? That's not horrible. Um, was Shaq a two-time MVP? I'm going to go Shaq. Both answers are incorrect. Oh, my God. This player was a 15-time NBA All-Star. So somebody really good. <laughs> All right, now I'm thinking old head. Okay. Zanella, you are leading the guess. 15? This is fun, too, for maybe people at home that they're listening. They're really thinking about it, too. What you got Ooh, for me? I got a good guess. Okay. Carl Malone. Okay. That's so funny because I have some stuff to say about Carl Malone, maybe off the pod. That we're I, don't know. I don't know if he played 15 years because he's an old head. Let's go. I know he was a two-time MVP. Bob Pettit. Both answers are incorrect. Damn it. Hmm. I, I think, think I got it. I want to do. I, I think I want to do one more before I give something that might give it away. He was a number one overall pick. Ah, you cocksucker! I got it. Oh, I might not have it. <laughs> I got it. I was thinking. Oh wait. Wait. He's an Ellie. What's your guess? I really don't want to fuck this up. I have an idea. I'm pretty sure he was a number one overall pick. Okay. I'm, I'm pr- I don't know if he only had – it's the MVP part that's messing me up now. Okay. I'm just going to say, I, I'm not I'm not 100% sure. I'm going to go Shaq. Okay. Declan. Is it Tim Duncan? Declan, it is Tim Duncan. <laughs> yes, sir. Shit. Oh, Declan already guessed Shaq. Oh, he did. Yeah, yeah. It's all right. My my last my next one was going to be five time NBA champion. This is a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. We like this though. It's good so far. It's good. Okay. All right. I will definitely do one more. We'll see how long this one takes. Okay. Mm-hmm. This one I'm excited for. Okay. Is this all NBA? No. We have a six-time Pro Bowler on our hands with this one. Hmm. I got to even think in the right direction where I need to go here. Um, six. Where do I even go from here? probably wrong i'm gonna go mike evans okay i only know one six-time pro bowler and that's shady mccoy okay that's both uh incorrect uh i'm gonna give this one one two three on wikipedia it says he played for seven teams i really only remember five of those teams Hmm. And I most notably remember, I'll be real, two of those teams, but I do remember him playing for the other three as well. The, there's two teams I don't remember, just high key. Okay, okay. Chad Ochocinco. Okay, the shorts, what you got? Hmm. Um... 
Donovan played for a lot of teams. You only remember him for five, six-time Pro Bowler. Hmm. Chad, uh, Chad Ochocinco is a good guess, actually. That, that's what I was thinking. Cause I know he played for a lot of teams. A lot so we're both going to uh, short. Is that your guess? No, I'm not going to match his guess. It's a really good one, though. Um, okay. I feel like Andrew Whitworth played for a lot of teams. Is that your guess? Uh, no, he only played for two teams. Oh, well, give me Andrew Whitworth because I have no clue. Both are incorrect. Mm. All right. Um, I feel like I'm on the right track. with. He's a wide receiver. I think I'm on the right track with this. Yeah. I'm this player in 2015 was the NFL receiving touchdowns co-leader. Oh, I'm definitely off now because I had another guess that I thought oh, he was tied. Tied for the second. Well, tied for first, the co-leader, Declan. Oh. For the touchdowns? For, for touchdowns. Played for seven teams. And he could be retired. He could. Uh, he could. He could, could still be playing. He could. The seven teams part's now messing me up because I thought it was someone older than that. Like I told you, I really remember five. I don't remember the other two. I'm trying to think of fantasy. Like, who snapped okay. back in 2015? Okay. <laughs> Ooh. What's is it guess? Jordy Nelson? Okay. Declan, what is your guess? Um, he only played for one team. Jordy Nelson didn't play for six teams or for seven teams. There's no shot. Huh. I got one guy in mind, but I, I only remember him playing for one team. That's okay. You know, who you got in mind? Doug Baldwin. Both very good guesses, both incorrect. I almost went with Jordy Nelson, by the way. Oh. I almost – that was the at, first thing. At, after I said, I'm like, oh, this does make sense, but there was no way he played for that many teams. No, I know he played for two. I know he played for the Packers and Raiders. Yeah. Raiders. Um, this one might give it away, okay? Holds the record for most receptions in a game, in Got one it. game. Yep. Oh, my God, I don't know it. Because this was just on NFL Fantasy's Instagram last week. Wow. Okay, that worked out well for the shorts then, apparently. I'm going to lose this. I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Um, Most catches in a game. 21, by the way. 21 catches. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was wild. I feel like I saw this, too. I feel like I probably saw the same thing as that. I just well, you know, like, you're going to hear the name, and you're going to be like, damn, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. All the clues he gave get, makes so much sense. Like, yeah, at his peak, dude was unreal. 21 catches in a game. I'm just going to say Antonio Brown. I, I don't know. That's but a good guess. Make, That's a good it guess. It would make sense if it was him. Yeah. Okay. Probably not. Brandon Marshall. Correct. Brandon Marshall. I would have never guessed that. Never in a million years would I guess would I guess Brandon that. Marshall, Broncos, Dolphins, Bears, Jets, Seahawks. I don't remember him playing for the Giants and Saints. I'm wondering if that's one of those signed and never squad. played. Yeah. It, well, the team part makes sense now, but yeah. would I ever guess that name? No shot. No I think I, th I think we do the next two because this is going a little quicker than I thought it would. 
Well, that and we're up to do nothing. I need to get at least one to make me yeah. feel better about it. All right, myself. so we'll, we'll always do best out of three, maybe, and then we'll see how it goes. All right. This player, let me see. Mm. Right, I'm just going to go for it. 75th anniversary team. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Incidentally, starts it guess off. Here? What's up? Do we even have to guess here? Well, you never know. You can get on the first. You don't have to guess, but get on the first try. You may as well try and aim. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna go just for the name only, Dave DeBusher. <laughs> the shorts. What's your guess? James Harden. Both are incorrect. <laughs> All right. This player is a nine-time All Defensive Team player, seven times First Team, two times Second Team. A defensive player. Sorry, did you say nine time first team? Or he's nine, nine o- time nine overall, yeah. seven first team. Kevin Garnett. I know he was a really good defensive player. Okay. So I'm just gonna go Kevin Garnett. I'm I'm riding with it. Michael Jordan. Both are incorrect. This player. Was a one-time All-Star Game MVP. Oh God. Uh. I think I got it. Stop. Uh. Is it Dwayne Wade? The shorts. What's your guess? Kawhi Leonard. Both are incorrect. Oh, I this, oh, boy. had it. This player, an 11-time All-NBA player, four times first team, five times second team, two times third team. This dude's nice with it. Yes. Someone tells it's an old head. Hmm. Oh, one time. Your guess. They didn't one have because they, they didn't have all-star teams. They've been playing the All-Star game for a long time. Have they? Yes. Jerry West played an All-Star game since how long ago it was. Hmm. All right, so. I'm going to go Hakeem Olajuwon. Okay, the shorts, what you got? I was going same direction. David Robinson. Both incorrect. This player was a six-time NBA steals leader. <laughs> kind of go with the defense. You know, John Stockton. The shorts. That was my guess. Um... <laughs> you can still guess it. I, no. I, I would, I'm not going to tell him if he's right or wrong until after you guess anyway. Let me go something else. So he was all time. So the hints were he's all seventy five team, obviously. Yeah. I, I want to. I got two guys in mind, and I know one of them made the all the seventy five team. I don't know if the other one did though. Okay. Um. Let me play it safe here. I'm gonna go Chris Paul. Chris Paul is the answer. Shut I was either gonna go him or Gary Payton. Chris Paul. 
right, and this one. This Honestly, one. I totally forgot Chris Paul was on the 75th anniversary team. Yeah. Well, my next one was going to be assists, but um, all right. <laughs> this one will be our last. The shorts did win, but I have to do this one because this one's fun. If I go four nothing, I'm going to be sick. It means you got to be ready, be better next time. That's all. Well, guessing is really not my strong suit. So that's, that's fair. All right. This player. Oh, God. There's not really. Uh, I'm just, I'm going to have to make some stuff up. Uh, he was a top five pick in the NFL draft. Jamarcus Russell. Blake Bortles. Incorrect. <laughs> That's awesome, by the way. I just smiled so big for both of them. This player played at USC. Oh, this dude's such a oh. <laughs> top five player. Mark Sanchez. Sam Darnold. Mark Sanchez is the answer. Ah. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, that's awesome, man. That was like quick. I like that Sam Darnold pick, though. That was a good pick. That was they were both really good. I was waiting for somebody to throw out a Carson Palmer. Stop. So DeShorts no, takes you, that one three see, to one. The, th- the thing is, you you had me with. Oh, there's not much to say about him. So obviously he's a stiff. Yeah. <laughs> Hence the Sam Darnold guess. At least at least Carson Palmer has some accolades to his name. That's fair. I mean, I probably could have like scrounged and found i would have i would have said he played in the afc championship game but yeah that that one was more so fun than anything else mm-hmm. cool all right now we have a special top 10 list for you guys zanelli decided let's do something other than sports and since we are fatties at heart and jacobs is a fatty in real life we have our top 10 appetizers, bars, restaurants, all that good stuff. And the shorts, since you won, I will ask, do you have any honorable mentions? Nope. Zanelli, honorable mentions. I have two. Let's hear them. So the one I actually like, the one I dislike, but I just know it's always a popular choice. So my first honorable mention, I have sliders. Okay. That's an underrated pick. It's not top 10 worthy, but, like you know, nothing like a good tiny cheeseburger. You're not wrong. You, know, you get you get a couple of them at the same time. You know, it's a deadly combo. Yeah. I got the shrimp cocktail. Okay, okay. Uh, I have three, three honorable mentions. I have uh, quesadillas, maybe little quesadillas you pass around the table. I have egg rolls, maybe like a good buffalo chicken egg roll, a cheesesteak oh, egg roll. Egg roll. And I have. One of my favorites from Bertucci's, but just a good appetite. Bruschetta. Some bruschetta. I totally forgot about egg rolls. I'm sick that they're not my top ten now. Right? That's what I'm saying. All right. The All shorts. Right. Your number my, number, my number ten might be a little low. I really don't like them. I got devil eggs. Deviled eggs here. Um, deviled eggs are just not my thing. No, but, I, I'm not a deviled egg person either. Oh, I love deviled eggs, but I didn't even I, I didn't put them in there because I don't see them as a restaurant appetizer. No, it's more of a party app. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I I said before I I, I went I went uh, I'm I'm a little bit of an everywhere with this type thing. Uh, yeah, I got my deviled eggs at number ten. Zanelli. I have the quesadilla at number ten. Uh, I just feel like 
whenever you get a quesadilla as an appetizer, it normally never sucks. Yeah, especially but dude, a nice I, bar quesadilla. But I'm never going out of my way to get it as an appetizer. Okay. But it's still good. Still yeah. good. Oh yeah, especially when you have like a quesadilla on like an app sampler. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. All right, my number ten. I have a nice spin dip, maybe like spinach and artichoke dip. I love it, especially go back to our Bertucci's days again. And the nice pita bread. You know, tortilla yes. chips are always good with it too, but dude, a nice pita bread with it, some any kind of little uh, bread like that. Maybe some uh, some sliced roll with it. Oh yeah, I have spin dip at number ten. Um, at my number nine, I actually have the sliders here. Sliders, uh, you know, I feel like you can only have one or two of them to be considered an appetizer. After that, you're starting to, you know. You're pushing one full burger there, but other than that, slider's pretty bang in number nine. Uh, my number nine, I have probably a little too low, but always great. The pretzel bites or pretzel, baked pretzel, because I love it when they give you the beer cheese or the, oh. the, the spicy mustard. Oh, my God. It is delightful. I don't know if I like the pretzel or the pretzel bites more. I think I'm leaning pretzel over pretzel yeah. bites, but they fall under the same category. They're, yes. I think... I think they're probably my, my dark horse of my top ten. Okay. My number nine, one of my dark horses, because it depends on where you get them, some nice jalapeno poppers. Ooh. Because I love the cream cheese-filled jalapeno poppers. Oh, my gosh. Now, cheddar cheese ones aren't bad. They're, they're really good. But jalapeno ones, oh, yeah. So uh, I like a nice jalapeno popper at number nine. My number eight, I have the pretzel, the warm pretzel. If your pretzel yeah. ain't warm, get it out. All right. Um, yeah, you, there's really not a whole lot to say about a warm pretzel. It's just delightful. I agree. Uh, my number eight, Jacob's already said it, the spinach artichoke dip. Yes. Usually never misses. And yeah. I, I'm a big pita bread guy over the, I over agree. the chip. But it's still – it's it's just as good even with the chips. I'm just preferably the bread guy. When it comes out nice steaming hot, oh, so good. Oh, yeah. My number eight, again, because it kind of depends on where you get them. I have onion rings. Nice onion rings at number eight. You know, dipping them in some some ranch, maybe some Southwest ranch, something a little bit of kick to it, jalapeno ranch, something like that. Um, they've grown on me as I've gotten older. I was never huge on them. Uh, Red Robin obviously has unreal onion rings. I know. Uh, Campfire sauce, baby. Oh, yeah, dude. It hits, man. I still um, enjoy the Texas Roadhouse, the, the Bloom. The blooming onion. The bloom, yeah. blooming onion. <laughs> Need me some blooming onion. <laughs> All right, Volca. <laughs> uh, so I have onion rings. My number eight. My number seven. I. Sorry. Anybody going once? What? Go what do you mean? Twice. It's your turn. Number seven. I have the jalapeno popper. Yes. Love a good fried jalapeno up in the mouth. Shit is crazy. <laughs> 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 Kevin, you're a little smoked out on this. Uh, this this is number seven for you. Jalapeno poppers at number seven. I'm gonna have to clip that one. That was funny. <laughs> uh, my number seven kind of goes with the spinach artichoke dip, chips and salsa. Just a classic yes. chips and salsa. I agree. And what's even better, most of the time you don't even gotta pay for chips and salsa, especially so when yeah, Mexican place. Oh. They're free. That's why they're even better. Yeah, because you just eat the shit out of them. Oh, you know, and then, you always Terrible feel the worst. Starving. 
Yeah, you feel the worst though, because he brings the second one, and then your food comes right out. You you eat like two chips off the second one. <laughs> yeah, it's like they, I should have asked for these. <laughs> well, half the time you don't even ask for them. They just like bring more, and you're like, oh, awesome. I mean, special shout out, Mystery Cantina, chips and salsa, the yeah. Verde salsa. Oh, I love uh, even even at Cancun. Yes, Can- yeah, Cancun's underrated. Oh, Mike, that's my favorite Mexican spot. Love Cancun. Yeah, uh, my number seven. Almost like the chips and salsa, but a little bit of an upgrade. Chips and queso. Ooh. Nice queso dip. Some people might get the dip trio, you know, like queso, salsa, guacamole. I'm not a guac guy. I love my salsa. But, dude, there is nothing like melted cheese. It just – it's not filling. But, like, damn. Queso, yeah. Always. Always a win with Jacobs. That's my number seven, chips and queso. We want to talk about free. We talk about free when we talk about the bread. Yo, that's a sleeper. <laughs> I thought so going. hard about it. You'd be going in Italian restaurant, got to dip your your bread up into the, the sauce and, and the Oil. cheese. Oh, yeah. Yeah, come on now. Go into the Texas Roadhouse, get that cinnamon spread, put it on the bread. <laughs> you destroy the bread. Go to Panera. Go to Panera, get a baguette, the bread. A baguette. <laughs> Come on now, bread at number six. Oh my god, this bread. Oh I love my it. god. That, no, I wish I, 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 I have bread. I, no, I, <laughs> I wish I put bread in my top ten. I thought I thought about it, but I was like, my my list is just gonna become Bertucci's. Like it's just Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bertucci's? Uh, oh my god, the rolls the bread. Are Stupid. <laughs> bread. Bread. Uh, my number six is me and Jacobs uh, agreed that this is considered an appetizer because it's a dual threat. It's an appetizer and an entree. I have chicken fingers. Yeah, number six. I agree. Especially because you just get them by themselves. It, usually, you know, if it's an entree, you get fries with it. But as the as an appetizer, you just get the the fingers. You know, the tendies. Yeah. Some t- where's Where's Whittle? I need some tendies. <laughs> You know, they gave you they gave you the variety. They give you ketchup, honey mustard, barbecue sauce. It never misses. And yeah. usually, no one has terrible chicken fingers. Normally, it's it's pretty hard to mess up chicken fingers. Yeah. Yes. All right, my number six. I have some good old fashioned potato skins. The cheese inside, some bacon bits. People love the sour cream. I just use the ranch. But uh, TJ Fridays has like some of the best potato skins too. But uh. Nice and easy, just potato skins. My number six. My number five. I went with something very basic. I, my mom and my grandma get it every time we go out to eat. I want the salad. Here, here, here at number five. You know, get get a little bit of salad. Get some get some dressing, whatever you like. And that's the thing that's awesome with the salad. It's like the soup that you know we don't have in the list in here. The salad you can mix, you can match it. You know, you you, you get you, it. You can toss it. Yeah, you. <laughs> you yeah, if your salad ain't tossed, I don't want it. Um, Why don't you do it for me, buddy? Oh, oh, oh! Hey, why is this spicy? <laughs> why is it spicy? You know, you you can be like, nope, I'm out on the tomatoes and the uh, the the salad. You can be like, ooh, croutons up in the salad. Then you can be like, hmm, give me some chicken up in that salad. Oh, and then you start getting chicken on there. That's not an appetizer. Then then, then it's all about then it's all about what dressing you put in the salad. Salad at number five. Uh, number five. No one said it yet, and I'm actually shocked. I have the nachos. 
at number five. Ooh, yummy. Because, you know, you can just get the cheese on it. You can get some meat on it. You can get the the vegetables, the beans, you know, the you whole nine Jalapenos yards. on there. Jalapenos, sour cream. It's a dead, it's a deadly combo. But sometimes people will be making the nacho appetizer way too big where it's yep. like, how is one person going to conquer this? Yeah, that ain't no appetizer. Nachos are an appetizer. Yeah. But it, it, I agree, but some people overdo it. That's what I'm saying. Like some some yeah. restaurants overdo it big time. Yes. But I consider the nacho is a appetizer. 100%, sure. Uh be warm though. Yes. Starting off my top 5 at number 5, mozzarella sticks, man. I love me I already talked about with the queso. Dude, anything with cheese is a win for Jacobs. Yep. I, I'm, I may hate it later because God knows it's going to go right through me. But uh, I, dairy does not sit well with me. But damn it, in the, in the moment, I'm, I'm going to fuck up some mozzarella sticks. Everybody loves marinara sauce. Know what I started at, at Buffalo Wild Wings when I worked there? I'm out, yo, I'm out on the marinara sauce. It's not my favorite. I'm out on it. Southwest Ranch. What I've they use for the cheese curds. Never had, curds. Never had um, it. I'm a marinara guy. But uh, I just... I could eat them plain, but I dip it in ranch normally. So, yeah, mozzarella sticks, my number five. My number four, I got the nacho. Um, It's not higher. It, it Well, it's it's as high as it is because, you know, it, just like the salad, you can do anything you want with it. You can put any color chip you want in it. You can put any color dip you want in it. But – like like Steve said, sometimes the nacho turns into more than just a nacho. Dude, so, Max nachos, I used to just like get it as a meal because it was just literally it was just that much. Exactly. So I have I have the nachos at number four. Uh, my number four, I have the onion ring. Ooh. And more probably because of more specific places, because I feel like some people just they fuck them up. Mm-hmm. Like but I'm just a big onion ring guy. I, that, I love that's why they're rings. my number eight, just because I feel yeah. like they're either really good or they're really shitty. There's really not much in between on onion rings. Like like the beer battered onion rings. Oh god damn it. Oh. Because they're extra they're extra crispy. Yeah. They got my onion rings gotta be crispy. And no, I, I no do flop. Like, no flop. No flop. I want no, all crisp. No flop, all crunch. <laughs> and I do love ranch. Try so get the blue and onion. Yeah. <laughs> I do love ranch dipping sauce though with my onion rings personally i agree and, or, i agree or red robin's uh campfire sauce. just red robin's onion rings in general just oh. goat level yep i agree never ever root beer float from red robin it's delightful yep that's Come some on. fat people shit on another level if you like and i have no shame in it i like every time i go to red robin root beer float oh no i i just get a beer now but i, I understand where you're coming from sure I, i'm 15 that's fair like i said <laughs> i am 12 I am 12. <laughs> My number four, I have those pretzels and Ellie was talking about, man. Dr. Schwartz brought it up too. I think uh, you can't, yeah, pretzels, you, you can't go wrong with nice, warm, soft pretzels, especially now not being in PA uh, up in the north. They still have good ones down here, though, for appetizers. But yeah, pretzel bites, full pretzel. I will say there's something about a full pretzel. You got to rip it off, you know what I mean? You get a couple pieces out of it. Oh, yeah. I'm not a big uh, big mustard guy, but I love honey mustard. But even the spicy mustard's not terrible. I But, yeah, any you need you need absolute must beer cheese. Absolute yes. must for my pretzels. Uh, that's my number four. My number three, I went with a sleeper here. I know nobody has it on the list. I went with the pigs in the blanket. 
I know, I know Steve's probably out on him. I don't know. Like I, I, I went with a variety. I went with restaurants. I went with parties. If you're busting up the pit, the oinkies wrapped up. All right. <laughs> no ketchup for a matter of fact, because no ketchup goes on that dog. <laughs> no ketchup on a glizzy. No, no. <laughs> And that's coming from the Glizzy Gladiator. All right. No. <laughs> Calling me Joey Chestnut out here. No, no, no Gliz. I'm I'm cooling off that. But uh or no 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 ketchup. Ketchup but, on a dog, yes or no? Yeah, it's absolutely not. P- pigs in a blanket, though, absolutely elite. Mine well, we're in the top three now, right? Yep. My number three. Probably my favorite appetizer on this top ten. But I did my top ten based on what I think the general public would pick. Oh, I I left. I, I didn't. I did my my favorites. Uh, my favorite, my absolute favorite, even though it's on my number three spot, the mozzarella stick. They, you can't fuck up a mozzarella stick. They're not always true. Good. Not <laughs> well, true. I agree. Your well, mozzarella stick thing is, I I never had a disappointing mozzarella stick. You're a lucky man. I have. Sometimes your mozzarella stick has no stretch. It has no hold. It has all types of grease. And listen, when I eat a mod stick, I'm not going to lie. If I'm not getting some kickback, not getting no recoil from the mod stick, don't want it, not going to lie. <laughs> Was this Call of Duty of mod sticks? Yeah. <laughs> if I ain't getting no kickback from – if I'm not getting swung back at from my mod stick, I don't want it. He, he wants that white stuff to hit him in the face. Exactly. No, but seriously, like when, when you're deep frying it, you you know, put, put some seasoning in there. Right. Trust me. Zanella, why don't you talk about your number three a little bit? <laughs> no, I just – I feel like no matter how many times I get the mozzarella sticks, it's never disappointing to me. Plus, I'm, I'm team marinara sauce all the way. I know you guys aren't, but I do love marinara sauce with the mozzarella stick. Sometimes the marinara sauce is very underwhelming compared to the stick itself. That's why, yeah. Just fried cheese is just – Oh man, it's stupid. It's Especially good. when you go to like an Italian place and you get the mozzarella like moons. A nice it's Fredda. Just, yeah, mozzarella Fredda. Oh, dude, Bertucci's mozzarella Fredda. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> All right, my number three. Good old nachos. It's nacho business. I uh, some some maybe or you know you go to a barbecue spot too. You get brisket on your nachos. Maybe some pulled pork. It's but, interesting. Uh, Never had brisket on the show, but oh, delightful, dude, delightful. But uh, I mean, obviously, I think beef is always a good option. Chicken nachos are just a classic, in my opinion. I think it's usually a, a crowd favorite. Everybody can can agree on on chicken. You know what I mean? Normally, so you know, you get some beans on there. Obviously, you need some case. I'm not a sour cream guy. I understand why it's on there, though. I don't really mess with guac. Maybe put it on the side. Somebody can dip it in there. But you, you need you need your cheese, absolutely. Some jalapenos, uh, yeah, nachos, man. Oof, so good. Number three, my number two. I went with the mod stick. I already talked about the mod stick. If I ain't getting no kickback, don't want it. No hold, no stretch, no pull. And if it's greasy, it's bad. But other than that, like I said, and we talked about this before we started recording. When when mod sticks are great, it's they're the best. Yeah, but when, but when they're bad, they're the uh, it's 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 not very ideal. So that's why I got the mod stick at number two. Uh, my number two, the Philadelphia Wings. Um, 
what what can you say about wings? Is there there you can get so many different flavors. You can get boneless, even though I shame people who get boneless, but sometimes not a bad choice. I'm a bone in guy. You know, I, I, I love a classic hot wing. I think yeah. they're but it's it's like it's like the chicken finger, you know. It's it's a good appetizer, but it's a great entree. You know what I mean? But yeah, but it depends on the place though. Like currens, yeah, it's that's my entree. But like yeah. Oh my god. But well, some saying, places like, places that just have wings as an appetizer, they're probably gonna be good. Yes, and that's why I'm gonna get them as my app, yeah. Yeah. That that's what and plus who doesn't love wings? Maybe get way, like wings and then tenders and fries as like everything, just eat ooh. it all together. Wings number two. My number two. I have wings. Yes. All right. I have a feeling now someone's got the same number one as me now. So, yeah, wings, man. Like Denali said, boneless wings. I'm more of a bone-in guy, but I do I do mess with some boneless wings. Uh, Zanelli does not mess with this. I love ranch. But you know what? A good wing, you don't need ranch. I don't eat blue cheese, but I think Zanelli maybe can attest. If your wing is good enough, you don't need blue cheese either. I agree. Yeah. But, so. But- to de- to defend my blue cheese take, I only like the certain blue cheeses. Like that's I don't fair, like that's all. Fair. But I don't do any of them. Yeah. But good wings, you don't need ranch. I don't. I, I do enjoy some ranch, but if if a wing is good enough, you just eat it as is. I, I can do honey barbecue sometimes. You know, some garlic parm. There's different variations, but the classic. I'm talking nice buffalo wing, straight up, and uh, that's that's. My number two, yeah, absolutely. My number one, uh, I have the wings, bone in. But what about the boneless? No, shut up and chick, eat your chicken nuggets, you bitch. <laughs> um, right. Bone in wings are superior to chicken nuggets. Uh, you know, wings are just ph- phenomenal. They're the number one appetizer. But in my opinion, there's in my opinion, they're the number one appetizer, and it's really not a whole lot of competition with it. Wings number one. Declan, I'm shocked this number one is not on your top ten. Yeah, where did you guys go with this? I'm confused. I have the French fry at number one. Is that an appetizer? Absolutely. I'm thinking – I think that's a side. Let me tell you, when you go to Julio's, and anybody who isn't from the area, I know maybe some of my southern friends, you don't know. You go to Julio's Pizzeria in Fairless Hills, get the steak fries, the cheese. Damn. Oh, yeah. Think of, think of just like pizza shops in general, like yep. just fries that you can get by themselves. Or... I, 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 that's a that's a side in my eyes. I think maybe other restaurants, but like Zanelli said, I, I grew up with that too. You, you get a you get a basket of fries to start with. Everybody can agree on French fries, man. Plus, no. just think of the iconic Chickies and Pete's. Like every, every time you go out to eat, they're like, "Do you want to just start with some fries for the table?" You yep. know what I mean? Never like, sat down like, eating a chicken beat. Chicken it's like it's like oh. a, it's like it's a finger food. Like it's something you pick on. Yep. If you just order fries, like for everybody, sure, that's yep. why I consider that an appetizer. My number one loaded fries slash loaded tots. Yeah. If 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 I considered fries as an appetizer, it would have been my number one. And me, in my eyes, it's a side, and I think it's it's one or two in sides. Uh, another list we can have. Another conversation we can talk about. But yeah, that's actually that'd be a really good list, maybe around the holidays. Yeah, obviously continue. But uh yeah, loaded fries, loaded tots, man. You get some cheese on there, get uh maybe get some uh some bacon bits, a little bit of scallions on there. Yeah, 
a little bit of ranch on the side. Dude, I, I do love French fries too, but I, like like I said, anything with cheese on it, I'm generally going to like it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's that's why I have loaded fries slash loaded tots. Both very different from each other, honestly, but uh, both uh, the best way to eat a potato, in my opinion. So, uh, loaded fries slash loaded tots at number one. This is nice, a great one. Nice top 10 list right there, boys. I do like it. All right. On this day in sports with Jacobs, here we go. On this day in 1923, future baseball Hall of Fame pitcher Christy Mathewson becomes president and owner of not the Boston Red Sox, but the Boston Braves. Buys a team for 300K with New York attorney Judge Emil Fuchs and Bostonian James McDonough. Uh, on this day in 1929, by the way, this day in particular, it is February 20th, already almost end of February, insane. Uh, on this day in 1929, the Boston Red Sox announced they will play their Sunday Major League Baseball games at the Boston Braves field because Fenway Park is located too close to a church at the time. So they decided uh, it was, I guess, like Chick-fil-A that uh, Fenway was going to be closed on Sundays. On this day in 1958, the L.A. Coliseum approves a two-year pact allowing the Los Angeles Dodgers to use facility while Dodger Stadium is being completed in time for the 1962 MLB season. On this day in 1963, future Baseball Hall of Fame outfielder, the Say Hey Kid, Willie Mays, becomes the highest paid player in Major League Baseball at the time signing a record $100,000 contract with the San Francisco Giants. On this day in 1971, Mr. Hockey himself, Gordy Howe, scores a goal and has three assists, including his 1,800th career NHL point in a 6-5 Red Wings win over the Buffalo Sabres in Detroit. On this day in 1972, the 14th annual running of the Daytona 500, A.J. Foyt wins the race, winning by almost two laps over second place, Charlie Glotzbach. What a that's, name. Yeah, that's insane. Um, also on this day in 1972, the Cleveland Cavaliers pick up their first ever win over the New York Knicks. Just the, the, the Knicks themselves, not necessarily the Cavaliers' first win. But uh, their first ever win over the Knicks came on this day in 1972 in a 111-109 win. On this day in 1976, Muhammad Ali went up against Belgian boxer Jean-Pierre Koopman in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Uh, It's often regarded as a glorified sparring session for Ali, who wins by a fifth-round knockout. On this day in 1977, the 19th Daytona 500, Kelly Arborough wins his second Daytona 500. Janet Guthrie, first female NASCAR Cup Series driver, and she finished in 12th, had a pretty good showing. In 1983, the 25th, day 2500, Kelly Arbro wins again. This is his third one. First time an in-car camera goes into victory lane before a national CBS sports audience. On this day in 1986, Los Angeles Dodgers pitcher Oral Hershiser, first person to win, $1 million in salary by arbitration. Something baseball needs to get rid of. I can't stand the arbitration bullshit. Uh, on this day in 1993, the Florida Marlins, in their inaugural season, opened up their first spring training ball camp. That's crazy to think they've only... This is 30 years for them now, right? 
I guess, or 31, however you want to look at it. Um, on this day in 94, 36 day 2500, Sterling Martin wins his first NASCAR race ever. Pretty big one to win your first. Uh, actually, unfortunately, that week earlier, uh, Neil Bonet and Rodney Orr were killed in separate practice incidents in the same week. Kind of crazy with NASCAR that week. Uh, on this day in 1997, San Francisco Giants signed Barry Bonds to a record $22.9 million two-year contract. Uh, on this day in 98, Vancouver Canucks right winger Pavel Bure scores five goals for Russia in the Olympics in a 7-4 semifinal win over Finland. Those Olympics were in Nagano. Uh, in 2000, the 42nd Daytona 2500, Dale Jarrett wins his third 500 ahead of Jeff Gordon and Bill Elliott in the year before we tragically lost Dale Earnhardt himself. Uh, in 05, we had another day 2500. Jeff Gordon holds off Kurt Busch and Earnhardt Jr. Uh, wins his third 500. Also in 05, uh, the 54th NBA All-Star Game, the Pepsi Center in Denver, Colorado. The East beat the West 125-115. Allen Iverson of the 76ers, your MVP of the game. Uh, also, by the way, we need to go back to East versus West, in my opinion. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Uh, yep. I'm, I'm not a fan of the draft. Nope. East versus West. It's just OP. Uh, on this day in 2011, another day 2500 and NBA All-Star game on the same day, Trevor Bain, 20 years old, becomes the youngest 500 winner. And on this day in 2011, uh, the 60th NBA All-Star game in Los Angeles, California, only fitting then that Kobe Bryant is the MVP as the West beats the East 148 to 143. And on this day in 2021, Naomi Osaka wins the Australian Open. It's her fourth major and second Australian title. Beats American Jeffrey 6-4-6-3 in straight sets. Uh, oh, and one more, I guess. On this day in 2022, so last year, Team LeBron beats Team Durant 163 to 160. Steph Curry, 50 points, the MVP. Record 16 three pointers in the game. Stupid. I don't care if it's a, a pickup game. It's 16 threes. Like, that's insane. Um, happy birthday to 81st birthday to Phil Esposito, hockey legend, Hall of Famer. Uh, big time for the Bruins. A couple other teams as well, Blackhawks and Rangers. But, yeah, uh, happy birthday to Phil Esposito. Happy birthday to the mound round of rebound himself. Happy 60th birthday, Charles Barkley. The Chuckster. Happy birthday to not necessarily uh, an athlete, but somebody that uh, most sports fans know. Um, happy 57th birthday to American supermodel. Sports Illustrated swimsuit model, Cindy Crawford. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Nice. Nice. Happy birthday, too, from the Waddle and Sylvie show, Tom Waddle, former NFL player for the Bears and the Bengals. Happy birthday to one of our favorite NBA players. Was really good for a little while. Stefan Marbury. Oh, my God. Happy birthday, Mr. Steph. Uh, and last but not least, happy birthday to the ageless wonder himself, still pitching, uh, now for, unfortunately, the New York Mets, Justin Verlander. Happy birthday. He's future Hall of Famer, obviously, himself. So that does it for, uh, 
this day in sports with Jacobs. So uh, for not being as filled with uh, with uh, sports necessarily, had a good episode, I'd say. Nice and uh, nice and filled up, pretty good. So uh, the shorts. Before we go, any final thoughts? Um, go birds. Phillies are back. Let's go. I love it. Baseball's back. Yes, sir. Zanelli, any final thoughts? Um, there's a lot of great uh, former NFL players in the XFL, considering that the XFL season just started. Ben DiNucci. We got Ben DiNucci. We got AJ McCarron, Martavis Bryant, Marquette King, Kalen Balage, Matt Elam, Will Hill. Will Hill is wild. Dude, Martavis Bryant was unreal. Um. Paxton Lynch. Who's everybody's uh, teams? The first year I was rooting for the DC Defenders, so I'm gonna stick with the Defenders. I don't even know. I mean, let me let me look at the teams and I'll pick one. XFL teams. Ooh, I might have to start rooting for the Brahmas though, because the Rock owns it and he's the Brahma Bull. <laughs> Ooh. Stop. That's pretty fire. All right, let me see. I, also, Josh Gordon's in the XFL. Yes. They let, them, they, they let them smoke weed in the XFL? I mean, I don't think he really cares. We're going to be real here. Uh, it, it's eight teams, right? Yeah. Um, hmm. DC Defenders, Seattle. C- I don't want Seattle. I don't really care about St. Louis. Um, I'm going to go with the Arlington Renegades. It's a fun one. Give me the Renegades. Zanelli, who you got? You're not a big Roughnecks guy? <laughs> you some Roughnecks? Give me just solely because Taylor Heineke was that guy on the St. Louis Battlehawks. Yes. <laughs> my my oh. runner-up, my second team, give me the Vegas Vipers. Yeah. That was, the Sea Dragons has a pretty cool logo. That logo is pretty cool. I like it. I think their logos are pretty nice. Yeah. I hope it works out, man. Wasn't the Orlando Guardians like a new team? I think so. Isn't that a new team? Yeah. yeah so bring the back Brahmas. Up. If I knew the Brahmas were a team, I'd start rooting for the Brahmas. <laughs> That's awesome. Apparently, they, they were going to win their game, but they, they gave up 18 points in a minute and a half. That's what? good. <laughs> That's yeah, good. There's stuff where it's you can give up. You can give like nine yeah, they, lost, they lost 18 to 15. They were up 15 nothing and they lost in a minute and a half. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. I gotta read the article. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a couple different rules and stuff like that, but apparently you can get nine points. Like you can get a touchdown and then like instead of a the extra point or a two point, you can get a three point conversion. It's like further back than the two. Okay, so the Battle Hawks couldn't get anything going for three plus quarters as San Antonio took a fifteen to three lead with three minutes and two seconds left. But St. Louis rallied behind former NFL quarterback AJ McCarron, who shrugged off five sacks. (laughs) He threw an eighteen yard touchdown pass to Hakeem Butler with a minute twenty five left. Then Austin Prell on a ten yard three point conversion to move the score to fifteen to twelve. St. Louis went for a fourth and fifteen conversion in L I E U. I don't 
lie of an of an onside kick and McCarron in, in lieu in lieu of an onside kick. No, okay. McCarron found Prell again to retain possession. McCarron and Prell hooked up again for 14 yards for the game-winning score with 16 seconds left to give the Battle Hawks the improbable win. The Battle Hawks. Let's go to the Battle Hawks. AJ McCarron, MVP. Hey, Declan, can you look up to see how um how my uh, my Austin uh, Renegades did? <laughs> say, how'd the Renegades do? No, my Renegades. The Renegades won 22-20 to against the Vipers. Yeah, they did. Yeah, my Renegades, baby. One undefeated, baby. 1-0. So are the defenders. Come on now. It's not disrespect. The Brahmas. That's awesome. <laughs> Isn't Heinz Ward their head coach, I think? There's no way. I swear to God. I'm pretty sure he's their head coach. <laughs> I can't. We'll keep we'll keep keep locked into the XFL, guys. Wait a minute. I gotta figure out. I low-key need to go watch a game. I just want to sit down, have a beer, and just watch XFL. Oh, Yo, that's IT. Yeah, while, I'm, while I'm home, we should do it. You guys want to just, hear this? Um, so the Sea Dragons have Ben DiNucci and Josh Gordon on their team. Oh. DiNucci threw for 282 yards on 35 of 54 passing. Oh, my God. Showcasing. <laughs> I can't. I love ben it. DiNucci. Ben DiNucci. Ben <laughs> DiNucci. All right, guys, let's wrap up. Uh, check us out on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Uh, check out our social media accounts and uh, yeah, like us on all that. Give us some reviews, give us some positive uh, feedback, hit us up with things you might want to hear. Let your friends and family know, check us out and uh, keep, uh, keep posted for some special stuff coming soon, hopefully. So for Declan of shorts for Steve Zanelli and for me, Ryan Jacobs, I messed that up. This is Jacob signing off. Oh, actually, before I sign off, I completely forgot. I apologize, guys. Hope you didn't leave yet. I'm here. I meant everybody listening to. <laughs> uh, the game day. So, according to Fangraphs, there are top. There's a top ten teams for the 2023 World Series odds. Let's see if you guys can name all ten. I think this is going to be fairly easy. Um, go one at a time if you don't mind. Make it easier. Astros are in the top ten. Correct. They are fourth. Um, the Phillies, Mets, and Braves. We can go one at a time. Phillies. False. Mets. Yes. Yankees. Yes, that's. You have three, four, and five right now. Yankees, Astros, Mets. Braves. They are number one. That's wild. Yep. Um. The Mariners. No, the Mariners and Phillies both snubbed from the list. The Padres. Yeah, they are number two. You have the top five. That's that's even more wild that they're number two. Yep. Cardinals. Yeah, number eight. The Dodgers. Number nine. Think about your World Series pick, Steve. Oh, oh. Guardians. No, they're not there. They're not? No. Oh, now I know. I just thought of it. Toronto. The Blue Jays, yep. That's the one, yep. They are number seven. You're missing number six and number ten. One of these teams I'm okay with. The other team, the Phillies, should be above. 
Um, who am I, who am I missing here? And there's a typo. That's that's hysterical. White Sox? No. They didn't put the Rays in here, did they? Number six. Ooh, that's high. Above the Blue Jays, Cardinals, and Dodgers. That's high. Yep. And you're missing the last one. Hmm. Who am I missing? Who am I missing? Nashville. Were they in? Were they in the playoffs last year? No, they missed the playoffs. Oh, last I year. think I know who it is. Did they really put them? That's wild. Either way, go ahead. Whoever has it. The Brewers. Brewers? The Milwaukee Brewers are number ten. That's, yeah, I don't like that at all. Dude, that means the Phillies got value. The Brewers are a bad team, though. I will say, but they're definitely the Phillies are definitely much better than the Brewers. I would, I would, obviously. Let me check the. uh, I'm not going to check the odds. I don't know if I can find them, but you know, yeah, the way that looks, I I would put a bet on the Phillies. Yep. So just uh, some information as you guys leave. Maybe uh, throw a couple dollars on the Phillies on a future. Not allowed. I, I meant our audience. And I, I, <laughs> you don't need to keep throwing yourself under the bus, Steve. For, for the people. For the people. For the brand. Uh, all right, guys. The Phillies regular win seasons over under 89 and a half. That's a good number. That's, that's a good number. They're 87 last year. They're minus 250 to make the playoffs. Okay. All right. Well, again, for the shorts, for Sinelli, this is Jacobs. And signing off. They're they're plus fourteen hundred to make the World Series. One, two, three, four, five, six, seventh best odds. Peace out, Russ Scots. Have good night. Deuces.